apples. Have you ever felt like a shrinking violet? You know, maybe sometimes you feel as though life is passing you by and you're just going through the motions. I know I have. Maybe you are in a season where your walk with Christ, it seems lukewarm, almost as though life is happening to you, but you're not really doing life. Look, I've been there, okay, and I have some stories to share with you, and I'm going to do just that in today's episode of the Good Apple Podcast. Look, you were made to stand out, and I'm going to share with you exactly what God's Word says. As a Christ follower, you were made for more, and we are going to deep dive into the Word of God. I know you'll be encouraged and inspired in this multi-part series, so stay tuned for part one. Apples! Welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. The Good Apple is a place where Christ followers, at any stage of your walk, can learn to apply powerful, life-transformative, biblical truths to live in the world, but not of the world, according to John 15. We are a community of kingdom kids who live bright lives, seasoned and salty, with lots of godly flavor to enhance the world as directed in Matthew 5. We are the remnant of God's people, the good apples, who invite God into our everyday lives and live in success, health, wealth, prosperity, peace, and applied biblical knowledge as those spoken of in Isaiah 65. Apples, welcome or welcome back. Apples, welcome back to the weekly podcast, The Good Apple, with me, your host, Sharonda Simone. So we are on episode number three, season two. I really hope you guys are enjoying the content so far. I'm so excited today, you guys, because you are in for a treat. Now, if you follow me on my other personal brand social media profiles, then you probably have been watching my vlogs. If you aren't, then you guys really should head over and check those out just to get me get to know me a little bit more personally. Well, I shared a few weeks ago on one of my vlogs that I had the distinct honor to speak at the women's event with my church here in town. You guys, oh my gosh, God really showed up and showed up per usual. And it was a true blessing to everyone who attended. And I say that not because of me, you guys already know, it's because of God, who he is and what he wants to do through his people and for his people. That being said, I was able to secure the audio file. You guys, I am so excited. I was not sure if I would be able to share this event with you. But thank you so much to Mr. Oaks. He was able to get the audio for me. He sent it over. And you guys, when I was listening to the event on replay, my word, I have just been blessed. And so I thought to myself, you know what, let me go ahead and share this with the good Apple community. So for the next couple of episodes, I am going to be sharing tidbits of that event with you. Now, I said in previous episodes that this season we are going to do things a little bit differently, so the content will be in shorter format. Now, again, you guys, if you prefer the longer format, please just reach out to me. All of my information is down below in the you know show notes, however you are listening to this podcast, so I'm easily accessible. All right, you guys, so again, thank you so much for tuning in to episode three, season two. Um, We do have some housekeeping before I share the women's event with you. Of course, you know that every week, 
every week I like to give a shout out to one of the good apples who continues the conversation on other social media platforms. You know, those members of the good apple community who show up who leave comments, who tune in every Sunday, who share the content, and who give me feedback. So every week, I do like to give a special shout out, and this week is no different. So the good Apple community member that I want to highlight this week is going to be Jennifer, and she is in middle Georgia. Jennifer, thank you so very much for tuning in and for also reaching out to me to let me know that you have been enjoying the content, enjoying the conversation and the episodes. Now, she is a newer member to the Good Apple community, but still, you guys, she continues to show up and continues to give me encouragement and feedback. And for that, I am truly, truly grateful. If this is your first time tuning in to the Good Apple podcast, welcome again. I hope you will stick around. I do have a full season one already fully loaded so you guys can binge listen, okay? But if it's your first time, I truly hope that you are blessed. Let me know. Reach out to me. I love to give warm welcomes to all of our uh, listeners, okay? I like to have a genuine community, a genuine conversation. If you're listening in and you have been listening, but you haven't reached out to me, please do so. Not only does it give me encouragement, but it also lets me know the number of lives that are being impacted by the message that God is sharing to you through me. And if you are a returning Good Apple community member, thank you so very much. God bless you. I pray that you continue to show up. I pray that you continue to get blessed from these episodes. Your support, your presence here means so very much. So thank you very much to my genuine Good Apple community. Okay, so if you are able, go ahead and close your eyes. Let's prepare our hearts to receive the message. Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for waking us up today. God, we thank you so much for the opportunity to share with others about what you've done in our lives, God. We thank you so much for the opportunity to come together as people of God, servants of God. Lord, we love you. Um, and we just ask right now, Lord, that you would just remove any distraction and any hindrance from the environment, Lord, for our listeners, for myself, God, just um, allow us to hear what you want for us to hear, God. Just prepare our hearts, prepare our minds and our, our spirits and our souls, God. Prepare our souls, that emotional side of us, Lord. And Lord, I just ask right now that those who are listening, that their hearts would be prepared, that their souls would be prepared, that their emotions would be ready to receive what you have for them because I know that they'll be blessed. We just come against every demonic attack of the enemy right now. We bind you up, Satan, return to sender. We don't accept any foolishness that you might try to put in this episode, any hindrance to getting the message out. We command you right now to retreat in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, this we ask in your name. Amen. All righty, Apples, I do hope you are ready. I encourage you to grab paper, pen, you know, grab your tablet. You know, if you're a tablet person, iPad, whatever it is, because you are going to want to take notes. Now, let me just say, yes, this was a women's event. 
and I was speaking to a room full of amazing women of God. However, I do know that my Good Apple community is not just women. But trust me, the word of God is the same yesterday, today, forever, and it applies to all of his people. So I know that if you receive this information, male or female, you will be blessed. Let's listen. Now, without further ado, it is my pleasure to introduce our speaker for today. She is a wife, a mother of five Five, (laughs) y'all. An entrepreneur, a Christian influencer, a blogger. She has her own podcast, but I think she's most importantly a Christ follower. And if you talk to her for very long, you're going to hear about Jesus because she's passionate about him. You're in for a treat today. Please help me welcome my friend, Dr. Sharonda Josie. Where is she? Um, Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you. Love you. All righty. So I had to hold back tears as they were doing the praise and worship songs because those are some of my favorite songs. So I'm just going to let you guys know. I know that you all look so pretty, so lovely. Everybody is just so nice and southern and proper. But we are going to upset the devil today, so I hope you're ready, okay? If you're ready, say, woo! Woo! All right, do it it again. All right, awesome. Okay, so today, I first want to say thank you so much to pastors Randy, Eric, and Mike for allowing me the opportunity to be here. Um, I've never worked on the back end of one of these productions, and ladies, let me tell you, it is a production, okay? The leaders of the women's group do not play, They stay on task. So if you were a part of the production team, please just stand up so we can all just give you a round of applause. Go ahead, stand up. Don't be shy. We're standing out today. We're standing out. Awesome. And I also want to thank my good friend, my sister in Christ, Dawn, because she was the one who invited me. So if you don't like it, blame her. Okay? All right. There we go. Um, But I'm really excited. When she first asked me, of course, immediately I said yes. I was seeing patients. I got the text, and I was like, yeah, sure. And then I was like, oh, wait, what am I going to talk about? So Holy Spirit immediately dropped Matthew 5, verses 13 through 16. So Matthew 5, 13 through 16, Jesus is talking to his disciples, okay? And he gives them three main things that he wants for them to do. So if he's talking to them, he's talking to us, right? He's talking to us. So he says, first of all, you need to be salt. Now, who has ever had a pot roast that didn't have seasoning? Like someone forgot the Lowry's. Come on, put your hands up. It happened, okay? Someone forgot to put that salt in. It was inedible. Maybe you're vegan or vegetarian. I respect that. I like chicken wings too much, so I can't. But you probably had a tofu dinner that someone just didn't do right. Has that ever happened? Yeah. It's inedible. You don't want to. It's not even worth the calories, right? You're disappointed, right? Well, Jesus said we are to be salt. And when you're salt, you enhance. You add flavor to. You marry all of the seasons together, correct? Now, another thing that salt does many, many moons ago was preserve. If you didn't have refrigeration, what did you do? You salted your meat. You salted your fruit, correct? 
So salt is a preservant. We're going here. We're going someplace. Okay, Jesus also said be a salt. Why? Because there are times when I have patients in the office who come in with aches and pains. What do I tell them to do? Go down to Dollar Tree, get a bucket of warm water, put some Epsom salt. Because it helps with inflammation, soreness, weakness, pain, right? So when Jesus says be a salt, in this earth, the world must be bland. It must be aching. It must need help. It must need repair, right? So if we're going to be a salt, then we have to stand out. God's words, not mine. Jesus said it, not mine. The next thing he said was, you need to be light. When do we need light, ladies? When it's bright out? When it's dark. So he must know the world is dark. And then the final thing he said, which is, for someone who's an extrovert like me, it was like, check, Jesus said it. I get to be extra, because he said, be seen. He said, be seen. Jesus said, you need to be seen. Why? So that they can give you a high five and a kudos? No. He said, because when they see Mary's life flourishing, you see. When they say, oh, wow, Mary, you were going through a rough patch, but now I see that you're doing well. What does Mary say? She flips it back to God. She says, all praise be to God. Right? When Emily's going through a rough patch and she said, oh, and they see her struggling, but they say, Emily, I see where you just overcome this so easily. I see where your friendships are flourishing. How are you doing this? Are you paying them? Absolutely not. All praise be to God. Two years ago, I gave birth to baby Gigi, and I put up a picture on Facebook. And, of course, all the comments were flooding in, and they were, oh, she's so cute. She's so sweet. I said, oh, thank you. Praise God. Thank you. Praise God. Well, everyone was okay with the thank you, praise God. But one person commented and said, why would you say praise God? Did you expect her to be ugly? I said, uh, no, I didn't expect her to be ugly. How dare you? Too positive, make a positive. Come on now. But anytime someone gives a compliment, that is an open opportunity for you to flip it back to God. Jesus said, be salt. He said, be light. He said, be seen. Because when you do, you can give all the glory back to God the Father. Ladies, we are supposed to stand out. And by virtue of you being a Christian, you are standing out. But it doesn't happen by happenstance. It's very easy to fade to the back. It's very easy to have life trample us down, right? We have so much going on, so much on our plates. It's so easy sometimes to just, it's okay, I'll deal with it. Somebody else handle it. I don't feel like fighting. Let Satan do whatever as long as he just keeps my life. Ladies, that is a defeatist mentality, and I told you we were going to upset the devil today. I hope you're ready. It is just us ladies. We are going to upset the enemy's camp. If you're ready, say woohoo! All right, I want to remind you that life, life is what you make it. And every thought and action create it. So don't get caught slipping simply hoping, wishing, and thinking. Get on your mark. Get set. Let's go. Your divine destiny is pending. With God-given talent and daily actions, don't you think your dreams, don't you think your visions and goals, don't you think they're worth defending? So don't be put off by the negativity of others because guess what? God gave that vision to you. Your mind conceived it your heart believes it and it's with your daily actions that will see your vision through because life ladies 
Life, it's what you make it. And every thought and action creates it. With a show of hands, and there's no way for us to know if you're telling the truth or not, okay? With a show of hands, who was the it girl? Slide. Who was the it girl or, or you know, like in high school or college? Anybody. Anybody. Hey, c- come on. Look. You can put your hand up. If you, in your mind, you were the it girl, that's fine. I'm just saying. Okay, there we go. Can't. Okay, it's all right. This is not a trick question. You don't have to come up here and do your uh, cheerleader routine. Nothing like that. Okay. Or maybe you were the intellectual type, okay, slide. Maybe you were the um, head of the debate team, okay, the math whiz. Everybody wanted you around the table in chemistry class, okay, right? Maybe that was you. That was not my story, so I cannot relate. When I was a young girl, my parents decided that they were going to send my brother and I to high school in Jamaica, Okay, this is not me, but this is a picture of my high school back in Jamaica. My parents are Jamaican. So they sent my older brother and I for school there. Now, if you talk to my husband, he would say it's because you needed a reform school. It was not reform school, okay? I was a good girl. I have always had a very quick mouth on me, but I did not need reform, okay? Actually, this is the same high school that my mother and my aunt went to. So it was more so of a nostalgic, I would like for you to have the same memories. But again, if you ask my husband, he would look at you like, we know, but that's not true. Okay. So here it is. Um, all my life, to be honest with you, prior to this moment, this pivotal moment, I was dismissed. I don't know if everybody's ever felt that before. Outside of my mother, my father, my brothers, and my sisters, family members, teachers, friends would just kind of dismiss me. Oh, that's just Shay. And they would say it even to my face, like, oh, but yeah, that's just Shay. And I remember that being very unsettling because as a young girl, about maybe eight or nine, I was in the kitchen with my mother and she was cooking or cleaning or something. And I remember following her around and saying, mommy, mommy, there's something different about me. Mommy, mommy. And she was like, oh, yes, yes, Sharonda, of course there's something different. We're all special and unique. And I was like, no, mommy, there's something different. But it's like nobody else saw. Now, again, my parents are loving, supportive, number one fans. But you know what God told you about yourself. You know that there's a special thing that you have. You know that. And you might not always be able to articulate it to others, but you know it. So when people continue to dismiss me, it frustrated me. Because I didn't understand what to do with this. I know I was more, but people dismissed me. So much so to the point where by the time I went to Jamaica... It was as though there was a target on my back. I didn't know then, but I know now what was happening. See, Satan wanted to dilute my salt. He wanted to snuff out my light, and he wanted to prevent me from being seen. One night, I was laying in bed. I was looking out into the night because my dorm room had a window was facing open and they had some guard slats, but it was open to the air. And I can still remember the scent of like burning wood or something. Someone was burning wood and I was laying in bed at my, you know, all girls boarding school. And the other girls in my dorm were jeering and and being mean and just saying mean things. And to this day, I do not know why. I don't know what they found so funny. I don't know why they decided to, I don't know. Now I said, I've always had a quick tongue. Okay, so I didn't just let people rag on me, but I didn't always like to be in that place where you're constantly having to fight back. And I said, I love people. I 
God, I love people. I literally have never met someone that I couldn't talk to. A brick wall and I could have a conversation for hours. So I'm thinking, God, what is it? And I remember hot tears were crying down or running down my face as I cried. And I pulled the covers over my head. This is after going back and forth with them all night. I said, you know what, God, I'm done. I'm done trying to do it my way. I'm done trying to just be nice to people. Because clearly that's not enough. I'm done people dismissing me. I know there is more for me. Say this with me. I know there is more for me. Say it. I know there is more for me. Let me tell you something. Words have power. They are seeds. If you don't speak it, it doesn't get planted. If you don't speak that word, it doesn't get planted. Please repeat after me. I know there is more for me. You have just planted seeds. Now let's get to watering. So I'm laying in bed and I cry out to God. And I say, God, I know there's more. I'm going to surrender it all now. I'm done. I'm done. Whatever you want to do with my life, I give it to you. Not always, I'd already given my life to him as a young girl. But now I was saying, I'm not going to do it my way. I want to be a vessel through which you flow. Whatever you want for me to say, you do it. I'm not doing it anymore. And as a chatterbox, that worked out for God quite well, because I like to talk. Now, nothing happened the next day. I'll be totally honest with you. I wish I could tell you that next day it was bada bing, bada boom. No. Mm-mm. But see, when you make a covenant with God, he will keep it because he is faithful. It's us. We're the ones who keep bobbing and weaving. But he's right here. He said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever, always. But we're bobbing and weaving. So he kept his covenant. So much so that a year later, now mark you, I've been in the same school, seeing the same teachers. And in Jamaica, they have this system where they rank you according to your academics. So for each class, you get ranked. So in science class, I actually ranked number one. Okay, I come back that summer, nothing's changed. I lost the glasses, have a little God confidence, you know what I'm saying? But I'm the same, Sharonda. I sit down in science class, ready? It's very formal there, very formal. So I'm sitting there. And Miss Anising is like, oh, we have a new student. So I'm like, hot dog, we have a new student. Maybe she'll be my friend because I had no luck last year. So I'm looking around for the new kid. And she's like, you, you there. And I was like, If you don't stand up, girl, I'm trying to make friends here. And she said, you. And I said, me? Miss Anna's saying, me? I'm Sharonda. I'm the one who would help you teach science class when you ran to the bathroom. I'm the same. But when God does work, when he promotes you, when he changes you, when he allows you to stand out, ladies, it's nothing you can ever do. You can't put on enough. You can't do enough. You can't fix enough. And the same women, well, now they're women, but the same girls who jeered and laughed for God knows what reason. Now, hit me up on Facebook. Hey, girl, I see your life going well. Oh, my, your marriage is, what do I do? Matthew 5 says, flip it back to God. All praise be to God. We are made to stand out. You are not meant to live a quiet, desperate life. That is a lie of the enemy, and that's a lie of secular world life. Either you're a rebel rouser or you're a silent. That is not how God's design is. 
So let's talk about being uncomfortable, though, because I'm going to tell you this, too. Standing out is uncomfortable. Okay, there are some awkward situations. And my daddy told me there would be. He said, look, where God is taking you, it's going to be awkward. You're not always going to be liked. Standing out doesn't mean liked. So what I want for you to do, I can, I can demonstrate it better than I can tell you. If you're someone who wears your watch on the left, do me a favor really quickly and switch it to the right wrist. Just go ahead. Just, it, it's a little, just, a, just something small. Or a piece of jewelry, not your wedding band, okay? We're not doing that. But just switch if you have some, a bracelet on or so, or if you have your legs crossed one way, it's comfortable for you. Go ahead and cross it the other way, all right? We're just, we're just doing a little something, just a little something. Just a little awkward, because we have to kind of warm up to it. You know what I'm saying? If you're not used to it, kind of warm up to it. So this an example of us a slight awkward situation of standing out, ladies, for Christ, would be when I took my baby girl to the doctor. She had an ear infection that wasn't getting better. <laughs> and we tried antibiotics, prayer, wisdom, okay? I'm a doctor, so wisdom and medicine go hand in hand. It's, they're not separate. So I take her in, and the pediatrician is like, well, you know, it could be an ear infection that just not responding with the change antibiotics. Okay, I get that. It happens. We live in an earth suit. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's not demonic. That's not Satan. Okay, I, I get it. Then he says, well, it could just be one of those viruses, you know, because of COVID, all the kids have been locked up in the house, and they haven't built up their immune system. Again, that makes sense, right? That, that makes sense. But then he says something that I say, eh, mm-mm. He said, or it could be COVID. I was like, nope. I reject that in the name of Jesus. And he said, huh? And tilted his head. I said, I reject that in the name of Jesus. You can't allow people to speak seeds into your life. When you're standing out, you have to stand up for what is right. I'm not disrespectful. As a doctor, if someone said that to me, I'd say, high five. Don't tell the boss, though, because you can't do that in, you know, the work situation. But high five. But now let's get a little bit more uncomfortable. That was awkward, but not too bad, right? The world kept spinning, correct? Okay, go ahead. Um, think of your favorite song. Think of your favorite, you have it in your head, your favorite song. What's the song that you just rock out to in the shower? It is you and the band behind you. You have that song in your head? Okay, I want you to start humming it. Come on, get a, come on, bop to it. Ladies, like, no one's watching. Y'all look cute. Come on, do it. All right, come on, come on, just move your head. I mean, maybe it's a slow song, you know, you can do that. That's okay. Come on, a little bit louder. I don't hear it. I don't hear it. Come on, we're standing out. All right, all right. Slide. Now, this would be an example of something that's a little bit more awkward, right? So it, it's a little bit more awkward. Um, maybe the time when I had to confront my friend of 20-plus years. 20-plus years. We've shared everything except for a toothbrush. I know this girl. We grew up together in the church. And I go onto Facebook, and I see that she has wine card Wednesdays. She is now reading tarot cards and into witchcraft. And the Bible speaks against that, right? It's not us. It's not what we say. People sometimes say, don't tell, you know, well, is that what you think? No, it's what the Bible says. That was an awkward conversation. And that was a friendship that would probably never be revived. But you plant a seed, and the Bible says Holy Spirit does the rest. 
standing out for Christ, living bold in and through Christ, it's not always a popularity thing. But at the end of the day, when we stand before God, what is he going to say to us? Good job, or I know you not. This is real. This is real life. So I pray for her, and I hope that the seed planted, someone else comes by, does another part, and Holy Spirit waters to fruition. All right, let's stand up now. We're getting a little bit more awkward, ladies. Okay, so we hummed in our head, and we kind of, come, come on, come on. Unless there is a medical reason why you can't, which I'll lay hands on you. We can get that taken care of. All right? Now, think of that same song. Now I want for you to sing it and dance. Come on. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Make a joyful noise. Now, if, if it is a song that should not be sung in the house of God, we'll switch it. But, okay? But if it's something that we can all, come on, come on, come on. My, I know what mine is. Make it happen. Come on. Come on. And dance with it. Come on. Come on. Hillary, come on, girl. Let's see those hips. Come on. All right. This is a bit awkward, right? It's a bit awkward because, number one, nobody knows what song you're singing. Depending on how in tune you are, I mean, we don't, we don't quite know. But that's okay. Come on, ladies. Come on. I can see everybody's hip just move just once or their arms go up, and then we can sit down. All right. Good job. Good job, ladies. Have a seat. All right, standing out for Christ, slide, standing out for Christ, it's not, it's not always easy, okay? Sometimes it's going to come with some awkward family conversations, okay? I'll get into that a little bit later, but it's what we have to do. It is what we have to do, but before we do that, slide, we have to know our God, all right, T Apples, I know that you are enjoying the information. If you are, don't forget to pause for a moment and share with someone. There is someone that is on your heart right now that is not by happenstance. Holy Spirit does not make any mistakes. So if you are listening to this episode and you're being blessed, number one, first thing you're going to do is you're going to share this podcast with a friend, a family member, a coworker. And then I also want you to let me know. Thank you so very much. Okay, let's get back into the information. You have to know God. Now, the word for know here in the Hebrew language is yada in Daniel eleven thirty two, And we'll go to that in just a minute. It's yada. And it talks about an intimate knowledge. Not as a head knowledge, an intimate knowledge. Slide. So in Daniel 11.32, I'll set the scene for you. Daniel is talking about a prophecy or basically a vision about what's going to happen at end times. And he's saying that there's going to be a war between the North King and the South King. And they're going to be vying for the attention of the people. And they're going to lie and deceive many. And they're going to believe what they say because they are easily deceived. So it says, and such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he, that is the corrupt king, corrupt by flatteries, by lies, deception. Slide. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Exploits here means extraordinary things, unimaginable things, never seen before things, out of this world things. But it's only those who know their God. What does that mean? That some of us will be easily influenced. 
will be lied to and deceived if we don't know our God. Now, think about when you were, who, who in here is married or ever been married? Okay, or maybe you, you have a fiancé, you're dating, whatnot. When you first met him, it was very formal, right? If he called you, you'd pick up the phone, he would say, hi, this is Ron. He would say his name, correct? Because, I mean, you knew him, but you didn't really know him, know him. If he wanted to take you out, he'd have to ask, what kind of movies do you like? What kind of food do you like? What's your favorite restaurant? What kind of music do you enjoy? Why? Because he didn't know you. He knew you, but he didn't know you know you. So in this verse where Daniel is given this vision, he's talking about knowing God intimately. A level that is so deep, you don't have to ask questions. Well, what kind of music do you like? Are you a steak girl or are you a salad girl? He doesn't have to ask those questions because you already know your God. It's a close, intimate relationship. Now, how can we know God? Oftentimes, I get this question, well, how do you find time to cultivate or develop your relationship with God? With all that we have going on, right? We have kids, we have jobs. How do we do all this? Husbands, extracurricular activities, how do we do it? Well, in in the beginning of a relationship, what do you do? It's intentional. You set aside specific time. And at the end of the date or the encounter, what do you do? You hug, maybe a little chips, depending on who you are, and you're out the door. And the next time you get together again, you do it, correct? You get to know each other. But once you are now married and in a relationship, do you set aside time to, to just sit there with your, on a daily basis I'm talking about? No, because you spent time together. If your husband calls you now and announces himself, you're like, what? Why are you doing that? I know it's you. I know your voice, right? Because you spent time with him. You've had casual communication with him. You've invited him into your life. It's no longer a separate situation. You understand? He knows you. You know him. He knows the good, the bad, the ugly, and vice versa. That's how it is with God. If you want to have an intimate relationship with him, it has to be where you invite him into your everyday life. It cannot only be a 20-minute devotional. Now, sometimes husband says, hey, I'm going to take you out to dinner, and you get ready, and that's a specific time, and you're doing and another intimate level. And that's just the same thing with God. Sometimes he says, hey, I want to talk with you one-on-one. We have something coming up that we need to hash out. It, it, you know, it's a meeting. And he says, come to me specifically. Have you ever had that happen where Holy Spirit is like, look, I need to talk to you about something. I need to set aside some devotion time, specific. But after that, you still have to keep the conversation going. Invite God into every aspect of your life. The Bible says, pray without ceasing. How is that possible? I used to wonder, God, how is that possible? I have to talk to my husband, my children, my patients. I have to sleep. How am I going to talk and pray with you without ceasing? It's being in an attitude of prayer. Where if something pops across your mind and it's not godly, you submit it. You talk to God about it. You get rid of it. That's what it is. It's not about stopping every minute and doing the religious motion. It's being in an attitude of prayer and receiving what God is telling you. So when we talk about knowing God, it's a yada, intimate knowledge, not a head knowledge, not a 15-minute devotional knowledge. We have to take the conversation out to the rest of the day. Ladies, if we're going to stand out for Christ, we have to know our God. 
Alrighty, Apple. So that is it for today's episode. It's going to be a multiple part series. I'm not sure how many episodes it will be all together. I did speak for about two hours or so. Again, I'm just giving you snippets and just smaller segments. Let me know if you guys like this format or if you like the longer format better. I do hope that you were blessed by this episode. If you were, you know what to do. All of my contact information, social media information is down below in the show notes. So please reach out to me. All right, you guys, thank you so very much for tuning in. Until next Sunday, remember, I am Sharonda Simone, and I will either see you at the top or from the top. You decide. Bye.